What if I told you that the answer to some of your most pressing questions as a marketer or leader is a really good story? My name is Kelly Parker, and after spending over a decade bringing stories to life as a speaker, writer, and corporate marketer, I'm here to show you the easy way to create your own stories that connect, break through the clutter, and bring in cold, hard cash. Right here on Business Storytelling Made Easy. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Last time we were together, I was sick. I was struggling, but I'm feeling much better and I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for you spending some time with me today. I'm excited to get into our topic for today and I hope you are too. So lately, social media has been a buzz about this scenario regarding a man bringing over a McDonald's meal over to the house for his son. Now, what you need to know is he's no longer in a relationship with the son's mother. They're co-parenting. And the mother has other children from a previous relationship or relationships. And so upon the man's arrival with one burger only for his son and nothing for her other children, she becomes enraged. She expresses that she feels if he's going to bring food over, then he should bring enough for all of the children. And the father strongly disagrees. He says the other children are not my responsibility. This video was first shared on TikTok and then made its way over to other social channels. And now lots of folks are sounding off to say what parent they think is in the right and what parent they think is in the wrong. Now, here's what I found interesting. As I've seen friends talking about this and people that I follow online As they post their thoughts about this subject, there's inevitably someone who comments, what happened, right? They don't know the background and they're like, look, what are you talking about? And what I've noticed over and over as the story gets retold, it always includes the word and the brand McDonald's, right? The story is not that the dad brought over food, some generic meal, Part of the story as it gets retold over and over includes McDonald's without a doubt. The story itself is a man brought over McDonald's for his son. That's how it starts. And so it got me to thinking, what happens when your brand gets inserted in a story in a way that you didn't expect and frankly, you don't have much control over? How do you mitigate damage in that scenario? Or how do you use it to your advantage? The other thing I thought about is McDonald's brand is so iconic. May we all strive that when something happens that includes our brand, it has to be called by name. It can't be called by industry. It has to be specific and call out our brand. And in this scenario, McDonald's is really reaping the benefit of being a, a neutral supporting character in the story that is now benefiting from the name of their brand being on people's lips over and over and over as people recount this story. But what if your brand gets thrust into a story that paints your brand in a negative light? What now? 
And what if people take to social media to share about perhaps an unfavorable experience they've had with your brand? What if they're telling that story? That's what I want to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about how to deal with bad press and product reviews on social media. And to do that, I want to talk about, in my opinion, one of the best things the internet had to offer in 2021. And that is a situation involving Marie Callender and a customer named Sharon Weiss. Last Thanksgiving, Sharon Weiss purchased a Marie Callender's pumpkin pie. If you don't know who Marie Callender is, she has a brand of frozen desserts. So it's Thanksgiving time and Sharon purchases a pumpkin pie that basically all you have to do, the pie is done. All you have to do is put it in the oven and you're good to go. And so Sharon promptly burns the pie. And let me be clear, when I say burn, I don't mean like there's a little bit of charring or it's a little bit dark, baby. I mean, burn like it looked like it's at the bottom of a pile of ruins. Like it looks like she literally walked up to the sun to cook that pie. Like think about the hottest fire. That pie looks like that's where it had been for hours and hours and hours. Like she had cooked the pie for, for 10 days at 10,000 degrees. Like it was literally black all the way across. And so frustrated, she takes to social media. She goes directly to Marie Callender's Facebook page and includes a picture of this horrendous looking pie with the caption or comment. Thanks, Marie Callender for ruining Thanksgiving dessert. And then, oh, what ensued after that was just the best. I mean, (laughs) if you get some time, do yourself a favor and Google Marie Callender, Sharon Weiss memes or something like that because the, the heckling that happened at this point was just great. Just really, really entertaining. But what I was sitting and thinking about was the way that Marie Callender as a brand handled the situation. And that's kind of what I want to flesh out today. And so essentially with this bad review, this bad comment about their product, they're telling a story about the brand in not a, not a great way. It's not painting you in a great light. And it's there for everybody to see what now that's what I want to talk about. And I want to take some lessons from what I feel like Marie Callender did really well to kind of fuel our discussion. All right. So the first thing that I feel that Marie Callender did in a really great way to deal with the situation is number one, if you're dealing with bad press, bad product reviews, you want to make sure that you are listening and monitoring, listening and monitoring. You should always have your finger on the pulse of what folks are saying about your brand. You should always be making sure you're on the front end of what stories people are telling. And so in this situation, Marie Callender has his Facebook group and they're very proactive in the way that they manage the page. The page is not just sitting out there. They're making sure that they're staying on top of the comments and really engaging and knowing What's going on? What's being said about the brand, right? And so that's a lesson for all of us. You don't want that story to catch you by surprise or you don't want to be on the back end 
of hearing about it, right? You want to be as proactive as possible. And if something is being said, you want to make sure you hear about it and be able to deal with it up front. And I feel like they did a great job with that. And so we're going to talk more specifically about what they said when they responded. But just the idea of listening and monitoring and being on top of it. And what Marie Callender did as a brand, they responded promptly. They responded graciously. But the only reason they were able to do that is because they were paying attention And so some folks aren't paying attention. Some of us are burying our head in the sand, right? And that's not necessarily a focus. And it's just a reminder to make sure that you are aware what folks are saying about the brand at the very least, right? So number one, we want to listen and monitor. Number two, we want to have a plan. We want to have a plan. We want to be thinking beforehand, you know, sooner or later, something might be said about my brand that maybe is not the best experience or maybe not what I want out there, what I really would have wanted. But you don't want to, in the moment, have to figure out what to do. You want to have a plan for how to deal with that beforehand. So in the case of Marie Callender and this horribly burnt pie, Sharon writes on the Facebook page, like I said, Thanks for ruining dessert. And Marie Callender's response was this. They said, hi, Sharon. Thanks for your post. We're really sorry to hear our pumpkin pie let you down this year. We'd like to get in touch with you so we can hear more and help. Please send us a private message, reference number, blah, 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 so we can connect. Here are a couple things that came to mind that I thought were really well done with this short is very concise response. A couple of things. Number one, they address the person by name and they address the problem or the product by name. And so even though it's short, there's something personalized about it. And so I'd add to what I said about have a plan, have a plan that feels personalized to that person. The other thing that I appreciate about their response is that they're communicating that they want to help. They want to make it right. They're taking responsibility. I also appreciate that they, they're talking about their desire to take the conversation to a more private platform. I want to continue talking to you, right? We want to have a personal interaction one to another. This is not like a robot you're going to be talking to. We want to engage. We want to actually engage with you as human beings about what happened to you. And as I thought about this, you know, I also appreciate them throwing out a reference number because to me that says, okay, you're already clocking and logging and taking note of my situation. And, you know, hopefully that's saying, if I reference this reference number, I won't need to re-explain what I've already clearly told you. I've already told you the problem and it's kind of helping me feel like, okay, you're on it. You're on it. We're in the process already of working things out. On the flip side, let's take note of what they didn't do. One thing that they didn't do, they didn't delete the message. They did not delete the message. And I think that's a a takeaway for all of us that I feel like they really stepped into the situation with a little bit of vulnerability, right? Authenticity and letting the true story play out and also letting their response to the story play out. And it's there for folks to see at that time anyway. 
So listen and monitor. Have a plan that feels personalized. As I read this, I can't help but assume or think it has a personal touch, but it also says to me, we have a process in place for dealing with situations like this. You see what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, we're going to take responsibility. You know, we're going to call out the issue. But in this situation, these are the steps that we take. We take them offline or we take them to a conversation. We start up a, a, a case for them or whatever you might call it. We get them a reference number and then we connect. So it also speaks to me that you all have a process and a plan, which is key in dealing with bad press, bad product reviews, etc. All right. Number three, don't get defensive. Don't get defensive. Instead, take responsibility. Don't get defensive. Take responsibility. So again, as I think about how Marie Callender responded to the situation, they could have easily said, ma'am, um, we sell a lot of pies. And for most people, they look nothing like this. So are you sure that you followed the clear instructions on the back of the box? Like, what are you doing? Like they had plenty of opportunity to maybe put the ball back in her quarter, try to defend their product and all of those things, which are very, it feels natural to do. It can be tempting to do, but in this situation, they were very much gracious and taking accountability and trying to make it better. Now, what I found so entertaining about the situation is within their graciousness and their niceness and all of these things, it was other users and other commenters who came in to say, no, actually some of the responsibility is Sharon's. Actually, we feel that all of the responsibility is Sharon's. So I want to read to you some of these um, other comments that other people were putting um, on this post because I mean, it's pure entertainment. Okay. So anyway, Marie Callender says, we're sorry, you know, let's get in touch. One person says, Marie Callender, don't you dare apologize. It's not your fault. Sharon decided to get tanked and send her oven to hellfire. Somebody else said, don't you dare. You did nothing wrong. Another commenter said, Marie Callender, why are you sorry? You didn't cremate her pie. You didn't set her oven to the hell setting. She did all of that on her own. (laughs) So this whole situation just really blew up to where Sharon was so upset. And then baby, the internet came for her. It's like they came to Marie Callender's defense um, in a really entertaining way, at least in my opinion. So you've got the brand itself though, really positioned as being gracious and wanting to help and all of these things. Um, and in so doing other folks kind of got involved and, and, and came to their defense, which was a really interesting turn of events. But in terms of how the brand itself dealt with it, I'm taking away and I'm appreciating how they didn't get defensive about it and said, instead they took responsibility that, you know, they probably didn't even need to take, but I I feel like it speaks very well to their process for dealing with these kind of things and, um, you know, salvaging the story. So we've got listening and monitoring, having a plan that feels personalized, not getting defensive, instead taking responsibility. And finally, continue the story. Somebody has a bad experience. If there's some some bad press of some nature, that does not have to be the end of the story, nor should it 
ever be the end of the story. Instead, continue the story by by inviting that person into a better experience. And I feel like Marie Callender really is demonstrating this for us in terms of, you know, I read a quote directly from Sharon and she said, you know, I really could tell from the very beginning, it was very clear to me from the beginning that they wanted to make things right. In other words, they wanted to continue the story. And so basically, what is it going to take to make things right for a person or an individual? Or what can we do to continue the experience for folks to give them a better experience? So in the case of of Sharon, she was a really good sport about it. And there was actually a Christmas greeting that Marie Callender put out joking about the burn pie with hashtag Sharon some pie. And Sharon actually filmed a promotional video for the company for National Pie Day. And one of the lines from the video is bake it at Fahrenheit, not Sharonheit, which I thought was cute. So just to give you some background on it. So really what happened, it was Sharon's oven that was the problem. And somehow her oven got switched from Fahrenheit to Celsius. And so she literally cooked that pie at 700 degrees. crazy so the thing to think about is if you're in a position of bad product reviews and they're in a public forum or bad press or something like that you got to know people are already talking they're already talking so how can we give them additional things to talk about that will give folks a better experience and a um, a better view of what your brand has to offer how can we go above and beyond to really make the situation right and even include them and help them become advocates for our brand and invite them into a better experience. Okay. And so as we think about the power of story, there are some stories that we don't have total control over that may include our brand. And these are some examples of that, but there are ways that we can mitigate it. There are ways that we can deal with it in the best way possible. So by way of review, some of those strategies are number one, listen and monitor. Number two, have a plan that feels personalized. Number three, don't get defensive. Instead, take responsibility. And finally, continue the story by inviting that person or those people into a better experience. And so if you ever find yourself having to deal with some bad press, some bad product reviews on the internet, hopefully these strategies will help you build a story that puts your brand in a positive light. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Business Storytelling Made Easy. If you found this content valuable, make sure you share it with a friend or colleague. And as always, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Bye.